media for one it's the entire world populated like everybody's mm-hmm. on twitter mm-hmm. fucking the uk is on twitter like you know what i mean like unfortunately with caleb salvatore well they can't they can't go to the comedy shows because there's a two drink minimum and you can't mix the percocet you've been stealing from work with with liquor and nick kohler there literally be people in the fucking 80s that didn't know that nothing in a girl would make her pregnant no, no one's asked that question. What did those families do to provoke Alex Jones like that? You know what'll solve all of these these racial police protests? A Pepsi. What the fuck is up, friends? Welcome to Bread and Circuses. Uh, we're back. We're back. And yeah, we went on like a three-week hiatus there. It's like a month. Week. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We had life going on, and then Nick is uh, sick. He's got the, the fake COVID. Yeah, I caught the actual COVID. I caught the, the flu. flu. Yeah, he caught yeah. COVID actually is. Yeah. <laughs> Though I was like looking up like flu, you know, just being the old, the old Google doctor, but I was like, look, the, the main difference it seems like between a cold and a flu is that like your eyes really hurt. You have a headache mm-hmm. when you have a flu as opposed to a cold. So, yeah. No, I don't know. Like, I, I I get that. Uh, fuck, I, dude. Yeah, I was just telling you, I'm sick. The shit's going around, man. Dude, like, around I, around here, uh, all the stores are all cleaned out of like the children's Motrin and Tylenol, dude. They're just oh, cleaned yeah. out. Them Pedialyte and all that shit's gone, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just cleaned out all the fever reducer. It, it really, it's it's seriously like it sucks, but it's like. We know we know this is coming every year, you know. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> I've just, never actually had the flu before, so really? this is like a new experience for me, dude. <laughs> I had, uh, well, I think I've told it on this show. I had one year I caught bronchitis, and then like a week later, like a week after I recovered from bronchitis, I got the flu. Yeah, it's just like, well, like I think both of them on their own, I would have been fine, but it was the fact that my immune system was already taking a fucking ass beating. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like I was legit concerned that that flu was going to kill me. Like I was like, oh, my God, like, uh, do I need to go to the ER right now? But yeah, dude, the flu is no joke, man. Like, I don't think I've ran a higher fever than like yesterday. Like I straight up had like a 105 fever like Ooh, all that's day, dude. like ER. I know, man. <laughs> I know. That's like- Luckily, I took some some uh, the some like you know tylenol and yeah. like it went down i was like god damn dude like yeah that's like what is it like 103 you're supposed to go to the er i thought it was 106 but if it's one no. it's past 103 then rip i guess i should have gone to the hospital no i've never i guess i've I've never had a, a temperature that bad i've had like i like i i mean i had it bad when i was a kid but like the worst like temperature i've had as an adult probably like 101 102 and yeah it's just like frustrating like you cannot break it to save your life kind of situation yeah that's what mine's that's what mine's running at like with annie or with like uh 
like Tylenol and yeah. ibuprofen running through me right now. I'm like, that's yeah. like a good state right now for me. Like, oh, fuck, man. I know. That's right? uh, my uh, daughter was the same way, man. I was like taking her temperature when she'd wake up from sleeping and be like 104. I was like, God, yeah, like, see, as much as the flu sucks, I would prefer it to a hangover uh, because people <laughs> actually have to feel bad for you because you didn't inflict the flu on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't have to feel bad for you at all for a hangover. No, you feel like a p like at least when i have the flu it's like okay like I, I i've done nothing wrong here i don't have to feel like a piece of shit you know and i all my at least all of my responsibilities are temporarily put on pause it's not like oh you know i, I feel like shit but i still have to do all this stuff that i said i would do and then i went out and got wasted like a degenerate last night yeah you can't <laughs> cancel dinner plans with your in-laws for a hangover no <laughs> well you can it's just you'll be I, right on the asshole i remember one time it's, it's literally exactly what you just said we went and like i had a nasty hangover. like i don't even know what was wrong with me or why it was so bad um, but it was like sitting down in the shower hangover. Like oh, we've all God, been dude. there. We it like I know I'm not the only one that does that because I say that and people are like, "Yep, I get it." Like <laughs> I've only had that one time, actually twice. I've only had that twice, and both of them were when I was a minor. <laughs> I can count them on one hand, but I've had them, and dude, it is fucking brutal. Yeah, those sitting down in the shower hangovers. I'm just like. Uh, but no, so we went over there and like we had steak and like I love steak. That's my favorite meal. And I could not finish it just because <laughs> my stomach was just in. And this is like five, five thirty, six o'clock at night. And my stomach is just in pieces. And I'm just like, oh, God. But uh, but yeah, that's, man, that's, that's the kind of hangover where for some reason it just feels good to put one hand over your forehead. Yeah. Like, you don't know why. No, it, it doesn't really do anything, but it just feels good to do. Like yeah. This, it's like laying on yep. the couch like this. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know why that helps. You find like weird ways to get comfortable and stuff. But no, you're right. The worst hangovers I had were when I was younger. Uh, like I'll still get hangovers now, but it's just like you're running the mill. Yeah, I just feel kind of groggy all day. Yeah, but like, I'll, like the worst hangovers I ever got was when I was yeah probably like nineteen, twenty years old because it was like you're right at that point in life where it's like you kind of know what you're doing, but you're still a fucking retard with it. So like yeah. you're, when you're mixing seven different types of liquor. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You're chasing liquor with beers, yeah. drinks, and like doing. Uh, most people are like also drinking Fireball. That's why by the time you're like mid 20s, nobody yep. wants to drink Fireball anymore. I, dude, the smell of cinnamon makes me want to puke. <laughs> yeah. Truly. <laughs> it was, I, we did, it was, I, I don't even remember. I'm not even going to name drop the people involved to save them from the embarrassment. But I remember <laughs> we were sitting there going shot for shot one time and you know these people I, I we were sitting there going shot for shot at one of their houses of fireball and it was like number 12 i think oh, i just rough. i was like oh i'm fine i'm fine and i stood up and i just fell over <laughs> it's like if you look back on just the stupid shit you did as a kid that probably should have got you killed or at least in the hospital it's like how the hell like the human body is so much more resilient than we give it credit for i know right i've definitely had alcohol poisoning before oh same like same definitely there there have been times that 
sorry if you're listening mom i probably should have gone to the er you know what i mean and we've all been there like in my i don't do that anymore like i can go out and have a good time and be responsible about it you know what i mean it's not like i'm at the point now close to 30 where if i throw up from drinking too much i'm like oh man that was a bad night i i haven't thrown up so the next morning or that night either or man like i had one i was already i made the mistake of going out drinking when i wasn't feeling great and uh like i had something to ate or something like that and i threw up the next morning but like genuine like throwing up from drinking i haven't done that in fucking like six seven years like (laughs) i did that very recently when me and a friend killed an entire case of beer in his fridge (laughs) oh god was it that was like beer uh, huh like old beer that had been sitting there for a while it had been sitting there for a little while but you know you know it's more of the fact like we drank like 15 beers a piece you know like well beer gets you just it's not even the alcohol it's the carbonation that, mm-hmm. that makes you want to puke with beer that that's I, what gets me yeah because i felt like you like beer makes me feel like drunk but like i don't get like the spins or anything like if i'm drinking liquor if i'm drinking oh. liquor uh, yeah dude i get real jacked up you know what i take it back i did throw up in vegas <laughs> but what happens there stays there so that doesn't count yeah that doesn't so count. what happened and it wasn't even the fucking alcohol man i could have sat there and drank whiskey on the rocks all day and been fine or beer or whatever we were at a pool we had a cabana at a pool for the day for the afternoon and the lady comes up to us and mia's little sister's out there she's got one of those slushy things and the waitress comes up she's like what can i get you to drink and i go uh can i get that but with alcohol and she's like do you want a regular or a large i'm like well i'm gonna be out here all fucking day just get me a large no one told <laughs> me the large with a fucking f- a fish bowl <laughs> and you'll see this when we go for my bachelor party do not get the large the large was bigger than my fucking head bro like it's seriously the the size of this mic stand God like damn. fucking massive and i had two of those they plus a kidding. margarita and a beer <laughs> so it uh yeah that that's what did it that's what did me in that was that was not a oh god man i can't um, yeah mixing liquor too is always like a recipe for destruction yes. too for our younger listeners that may have just turned 21 yesterday yeah. like yeah. <laughs> drink responsibly no and that, yeah that's what people don't realize is different liquors do different things to your body and yeah. i don't think you realize that until you've had enough experience with it like um rum kind of chills me out tequila is what makes people like angry and fighting mad yeah i get Um, handsy on tequila that i turn into the i love you bro guy with tequila with tequila see that's uh whiskey kind of gets me rowdy you know what i mean like it doesn't like i don't get angry but i get like fired up and it's like a (laughs) kick in the ass i don't know that's (laughs) Um, uh, tequila. I, I don't drink a lot of tequila. Uh, I had some bad experiences with it when I was younger. Uh, vodka is the one that, that gets me, turns me into, I love you, bro. Vodka is a chill, the chill one for me as me like melting into my seat type drunk like <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's all it's all just poison it's, it really it's all is. poison <laughs> it's just legalized poison but it's not potent enough to kill you unless you have way too much of it you know what i mean yeah like your body, directly kill you yeah yeah your body doesn't like it that's why it tries to expel it that's like that's why you get hangovers because your body's like this shit's not supposed to be in me right now I've been cutting down on my drinking like almost to the point where I barely have any at anymore anyway because of like I've been cutting fat so much yeah. like that stops your body from doing it. So. Yeah. 
Well, plus your fucking tolerance is probably about a fourth of what it was. Probably, yeah. I haven't gone out drinking in six months, so you know. Really? Well, I guess a couple months ago was when I had that case incursion, but you know. (laughs) We, uh, I don't know. I don't drink near as much as I used to. We'll have like, like when I go out, like when we run our mic on Thursdays, I'll have a couple beers there. Um, but nothing crazy. And then I will do like, usually like when I do that's based, I'll have, sometimes I'll have like a glass of whiskey and then maybe once every other month, I'll have a night where I go out, go out. I just, I'm too fucking old for it, man. I can't do that shit anymore. I've tried to reserve getting really drunk for like special occasions. Yeah. Bachelor party. You know what I mean? Like that's something that like is going to be funny to remember. That's good. It's not really drunk yet. So, so you've never been to Vegas, right? No, I haven't. Okay. So we're flying out. Okay. So we're going to fly out Thursday evening and then we're going to leave Sunday morning. So it'll give us three nights there. So that's like the perfect amount of time. Right. Uh huh. Um, so I'm gonna give you some advice on Vegas. Okay. There is no last call. So pace yourself. (laughs) There there is no like, Oh, bars are closing time to go. That doesn't happen. It's all 24 seven. Well, as long as the other people that are there that I know are going to be there, aren't egging me on too much. Because once I get like two, three drinks in me, as soon as the shit talking starts going, I'm like the fuck it, dude, five shots, right? Fucking believe me. I know Uh, (laughs) that's the other thing about Vegas is we'll probably spend time on the new strip, not Fremont Street, because, you know, I am not a big fan of heroin and homeless people and not trying to pick up a a, a stinky hooker. (laughs) No, I'm good. Uh, So the thing with that is, uh, on the new strip, the key is there's this little corner store like right across the street from MGM, right? Mm. And so like fucking all the if you go drink in the casinos or the bars, you're getting fucking raped. Like it's nine dollars and fifty cents for a beer. It's god ridiculous. damn. That's but into a football game beer prices. But I know. But there's this there's these corner stores throughout the strip, and they sell like massive tall boys of like Bud Light and Coors Light and little shooters and <laughs> like stuff. Like big can, gulps. Yeah. You can get it. Dude, it's seriously, it's like a 20 ounce beer and you can get it for like $2 and 50 cents. And that's <sighs> the key. And it's a Vegas is open container. So you can walk down the street with it as long as wow. you're not making an ass out of yourself. Nice. So yeah, so that that's what you do is you hit those little those little corner stores up for all your drinking and then you can gamble and shit in the casino and <laughs> drinks. But yeah, so that that that's my only advice. Pace yourself. Uh, the twenty four seven Taco Bell Cantina will be your best friend. One night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is with like bad Mexican food, but like it's that's like the best thing for when there, you're really drunk. When you've been drinking, man, there is nothing better than just half half assed Mexican food for here too it's like Whataburger man like the greasier it is Mm -hmm. like I think like the best Omaha equivalent would maybe be like either uh, Freddy's maybe Mm -hmm. or like maybe uh, what's the uh, Culver's maybe Culver's Culver's yeah Culver's maybe feel like shit when I yeah dude that's like how you know it's gonna make you feel better it's like you feel worse from the eating the shitty fast food than you do from the hangover and your body like forgets or something (laughs) you drink your body yeah Yeah. dude there there is some food like it's so weird because it's like there's um, we have you had the new Panera chicken sandwich no, there's not a Panera bread here in El Paso, man. It sucks. I wish there was. Which that is shitty because it's like one of the last places where you can, you know, not, you know, you can like 
eat semi cheap but not feel like shit afterwards. Yeah, I really like their soup bowls, man. Like yeah. the bread bowls. Like yeah, even like their sandwiches, like grilled chicken sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. So they have this new fried, like breaded, not fried, breaded chicken sandwich or whatever. And it's like um it's the Panera recipe or whatever. But when we we got them a couple like a month ago. And it was so weird because I was expecting like the Popeyes or the KFC chicken sandwich or, or Chick-fil-A, you know, where you just feel like you're like you feel the, the diabetes coming on after you eat it. Like you <laughs> yeah. feel your belt put, pressing in against your gut. Didn't get that at all. Like it felt like I just ate like a, a grilled chicken wrap. It was so fucking weird. The way they it literally feels like you've just smoked like your fourth social cigarette and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, exactly. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, dude. That's another thing. It's like I, the, the social smoking thing. I used to have, you know, Sean, uh, yeah. Sean, Sean smoked. I don't think he does as much. Sean's anymore, the reason Sean... that every time I go do comedy, I always go get some cigarettes, man. Because one, I can't ever knock the fact that he's go- or knock the uh, assumption that he's going to be there and he's going to mm-hmm. want cigarettes. And two, I like like to smoke around comedians. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, Sean, like every time we would go out, he would offer me a cigarette and I'm fucking standing out there in the cold. And I'm like, well, I'm not just going to stand out here like an idiot. Like, I just look like the tag along giving one of those fucking things. Yeah. yeah like it, it's what's weird. is like people that smoke them all day, every day. They don't feel anything. But I would have like one every three months. And it's like you can't get it out of your clothes. You can't get it out of your bed. You can't get it out of your the taste out of your mouth. And after one cigarette, it's just so fucking weird to me. I know when you don't smoke all the time, smoking like one or, or two or three of them, like actually gives you a buzz. Like it's kind of cool. I know. Like, I, I've heard uh, some comics who don't like don't smoke, but they'll like before a show, they'll have like a cigarette or a black and mild. And it supposedly gives them an edge or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I feel I in- like it I feel like it kind of calms me just a little bit like yeah. uh but like not to the point where like smoking a joint or something would cuz then I'm like for going to forget my material or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I start that, crowd playing too much. Dude, <laughs> fucking we I can't do weed anymore, man. I I don't know. I have I told you this before? Uh I know that over the past like year or so you've been dropping your cannabis consumption like by So a lot. I stopped completely right around like Thanksgiving of like right before Thanksgiving of 21. And I didn't have any after that because it just got to a point where it was like, so like beforehand eight out of every 10 times I smoked, it was a fun high and two out of every 10, it was like a freak out. Right. And that's smoking edibles, whatever. And like, I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I'll play with those odds, but something somewhere down the line. And I don't know what happened. It something switched. And it was like three out of every 10 times. It was a fun high and seven of them. (laughs) I was like fucking freaking out. And I'm like, this isn't worth it anymore. Like, why am I doing this if I'm not enjoying myself? So I stopped. And then it was probably about uh, September of this year. Tim Locklear at a comedy thing was like, hey, he's like, try this. So I took a hit of it and I hadn't smoked weed in almost a year. Right. So I forgot how to smoke the shit. And I took a big old puff and it came through my nose and everything. And uh, and I, I just saw Tim. And it's like. You know you're about to get fucked up when you feel it hitting you right as you hit it. You know, I know. what I mean? When everything starts to sound like you're listening to it through a fucking like Tupperware container yes. or something. Yeah. Just, everything starts to go like hollow. Like you hear like yes. the saving private Ryan like humming sound and like doo, 
yeah the guy who gave us like you all right man you (laughs) all right tim and scott are sitting there laughing while i'm coughing up a lung and i was like hey you know and i'm sitting there and i was getting a little paranoid and freak outy after a little bit and i'm like oh yeah that's why i don't do this anymore okay that was just the reminder i needed like i just wanted to try it to see if i had gotten over whatever the fuck was wrong with me and it was like nope you're you're still like this you're still something wrong with you tim smokes like really strong weed though so like i don't know tim's a big stoner (coughs) people like we need people like that uh, yeah like usually if i'm smoking like a like just passing around a blunt or something i will not get enough like thc in my system to get fucked up but if i'm doing something ridiculous like yeah i will i will like get to the point where i'm googling like how long will this high last so yeah (laughs) can you die from a marijuana looking at yourself in the mirror like this is just how it's gonna be like yeah just gotta get used to this stuck in this trance forever like (laughs) have you ever had like one of the delta eight edibles or whatever no i haven't (laughs) we bought one from the store and it was like 100 milligrams i think 75 or 100 and it was a rice crispy treat so i just ate it about nine o'clock right the entire thing whole thing yeah and so i just ate it about not eight eight o'clock probably and uh i'm like you know it's like 10 30 11 o'clock rolls around i'm like bro i'm just sleepy like i'm not high at all i just want to go to bed so we went to bed about 7.30 the next morning. It was a weekend. 7.30 the next morning, I wake up thinking I'm having a fucking stroke. <laughs> like, everything's numb. I just feel like I'm out of it. And I'm like, what the hell? So I run into the bathroom. I'm splashing water on my face. I'm, like, clenching my fists. I'm like, I got, I got used to both arms. My face isn't drooping. Like, what's... And I'm just like... Son of a bitch, I'm high. <laughs> That's why I don't like edibles, man. They take too yeah. damn long. To They're too unpredictable. They're yeah, too man. unpredictable. Sometimes I kick in an hour. Sometimes I kick in in six and you're like going to work and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Do you remember when we did that shit, that episode? And I was still high on edibles from the night before. Yes. We, like, we interviewed. It was funny because we interviewed. It was like a serious interview. It was like with a senator and a lawyer. And yeah. it was like about it was about the medicinal marijuana bill. And here I was so high I couldn't even get a sentence out. I was talking to her. I was like, so do you think that the, the bill could... Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Your high voice is really funny too, Caleb, because it sounds like a radio DJ. It's like, today we're going to bring on the 80s hits. And yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, all very calm and collected. Like, what, like, what, what's the uh, NPR? The NPR. Yeah, DJ. yeah, you have the NPR voice and you go, when I'm high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet cocaine would give me like the conservative talk radio DJ huh, voice. <laughs> Come on, you demodom! <laughs> <laughs> cocaine It'll, would probably like basically turn you into like Alex Jones. I think like <laughs> like every of- every conspiracy theory that might have like a fucking lick of like. A potential to it like yes yeah. automatically true then like speaking of which did you see his interview with kanye oh yes i did man the memes that have been coming from it are are hilarious i'm sad to see kanye has turned into a nazi uh i know i dude it was i think uh stephen crowder said it he was like because I said it on my show and then I heard Steven Crowder say it like the next day I'm like god damn it but no it was perfect the way he worded it he said Kanye West made Alex Jones feel like Alex Jones makes everyone else feel when he's on their show. I know, right? <laughs> it was Did the you see him perfect. Go on to Tim Pool and just leave after like Tim Pool gave him just a little bit of kickback. Like, it wasn't even pushback. He just asked him a question. He just said, "Who's they?" 
like yeah. who who are the Jews? And he just he stormed off. Yeah, no, and and that's exact. I think Tim Pool that was the perfect example of it because he didn't. That that's how you beat stupid ideas like that. Is you, you don't try to Ask shut them, them down clarify, yeah. because yeah, when you shut when you shut people down and you just try to silence people when they have bad ideas, that lends. Um, credibility to it. It's like, well, why are you? Why do you want to shut him down? What are you so scared of what he has to say? Kanye well, you West just is, ask him simple questions that they can't answer, like Tim Pool did, and you see it fall apart like a house of cards. That's the way you deal with that kind of shit. Yeah, Kanye West is the perfect example of exactly that. Like that bad ideas just need sunlight to go away. Because, yeah. like, imagine if he just did not been brought on to any TV shows or any podcasts or anything. Mm-hmm. Then there probably would have been a small tingent of people that were like, oh, you know what Kanye's saying actually has a little bit of truth to it like well when they shut him down like when he got his bank accounts shut down they kicked him off socials he got fired from all his record labels and all his sponsorships you had a lot of people kind of going huh you know he said this group of people runs all these industries and then they kick him out of all these industries so like I wonder what's like what's what's going on here just how it is man it's the same question it it's the same way if he would have if he would have said the entire industry is run by Asians or something. You know yeah. what I mean? I think just the way that culture is right now, you can't you yeah. can't say anything like that. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that that's true, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like you can't say anything. I can't. The only thing you really you can say is that rich old white men rule everything. Really? Yeah. That's rich, really all rich old Jewish say. white men. <laughs> but no, no like, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much tr- that's pretty much the truth. That's really the only thing you can get away with with saying. But I mean, it's it's just bad ideas. Like if you're if you're confident enough in your beliefs, you should be willing to 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 just debate or at least dispute those ideas um, in a public forum because it just it exposes people when it when it falls apart and they can't defend it in public. That's going to do way more to dissuade people and push them away from that bad idea than just silencing them well. Yeah, if Alex Jones wouldn't have gotten kicked off of like all the platforms, he probably wouldn't be running any shows right now. He wouldn't be near as popular. No. He wouldn't I don't think he would be running any shows right now because like he would have had all that publicity and people would have started tuning into him and be like this guy's like not sane. Yeah. I mean, like, if yeah, he throws a fucking blind knife at the dartboard, like fucking, and hits hits something, like you know, or he takes it up with a grain of truth and runs with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and that's the thing is with with Alex Jones, it's the same thing. Like they, instead of just kicking him off, they should have just had him come on and be like, okay, defend this, like defend this stuff, you know, like the the, the Sandy Hook thing or the the pizza or whatever, like just just defend it. And it, yeah, they could have had like, well, look at what they did with the trials. They had the Sandy Hook victims, like families, come on there and be like, "You're really going to tell me alleged this was- families?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure the trials, like, we're not going to get sued at all for that, considering the the trials, the ruling with Alex Jones. Oh, I fuck around. It's a comedy show. I had a, uh, I had someone uh, yell at me. Uh, or Scott came on, went on stage first and said something about we canceled our, or we didn't cancel any shows during COVID and all this stuff. And then I went on and I was like, of course we didn't cancel any shows during COVID. I'm not going to cancel something for a hoax for something that's <laughs> fucking fake. It's like canceling a show. Cause I'm worried Bigfoot's going to show up here or the Sandy hook kids. <laughs> uh, but, oh, speaking of comedy, bro. So I did a show. I got paid to do a private party uh, last week or this week. Excuse me. Uh, Days are all kind of meshed together now. But I got paid to do a private event. And it was this uh, 
annual meet or this like monthly meeting of these like pilots, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like anything from ex-military pilots, uh, like corporate airline pilots, guys that fly for like UPS or the post office, or just like people that have like an airplane and just fly for fun kind of thing. Right? Were any of them helicopter guys or were they all airplane guys? Some did. Hel- yeah, there were some helicopter guys like from the army and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so it was just all it was a whole comp like group of people they just flew different things and uh so i went on and they had reached out to me and i had a it was a really good set it was a little bit of an older crowd so like the pop culture stuff didn't land the way i wanted it to but it was it's fine but uh so they, they were i mean they were everything i said they laughed at except one joke one joke did not land was it the 9-11 joke no i didn't even do I did, as soon as this one didn't land i didn't even bother with the 9-11 That's, that joke. was wise of you i don't think pilots would have like no, <laughs> realistically uh, taken too kind of that well it was I, I got to the sports jokes and uh i told the magic johnson bit or whatever i'm like well i'm glad you guys like sports you know sometimes sports jokes do well and other times they land about as smoothly as kobe fucking crickets oh my god dude crickets but i recover (laughs) it was like one of those things it's like foot and mouth it was like right as i was saying it i'm like oh i'm saying this in a room full of pilots but it was too late i'm like i'm gonna sound even worse if i stop right so i i said it it was quiet I was like, yeah, probably not the best thing to say in a room full of pilots, huh? And they all just started laughing. (laughs) They were good sports about it. But yeah, I was talking with Monty about it. He's like, do you think that they're like, they're not laughing because they're like ashamed of him? They're like, I could have done it better than that fucking person. Probably, man. Like, do you think like pilots like look down on the 9 11 pilots? (laughs) Like, I would have looked that terrorist ass. That's like a a, uh, fucking like bad scar on their record. They're like, oh, man. Like it's, it hurts too much. Like you fucking idiots. I would have hit. I wouldn't have hit the Pentagon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wouldn't have. I would have fucking punched him right in the face, dude. Yeah, like, I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's fucking. Uh, so speaking of plane crashes, I watched. Uh, I watched. Have you seen the boys? Yes, I have seen the boys. Well, yeah. I watched it on the flight to Phoenix, and you know, I, I already have a fear of flying, so that plane ride episode was great uh, where <laughs> homelander leaves the people <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, have you seen all three another seasons? episode of that where he like downs a private yeah. plane like i yeah. watched that one on it too yeah have you i seen always laugh at like uh, that like of course it's amazon with jeff bezos is like the guy running it that has these like shows that depict the superhero as like the evil bad guy you know yeah. what i mean like lex luther is like yeah make a superman seem the bad guy like yeah because Jeff Bezos is Lex Luthor in real yeah, life. Yeah, he is. He looks <laughs> like him. He's like Jack, too. But, dude, that's like a. I watched it because I just I wanted something to watch on the plane. But I was like hooked, bro. Like, I've seen the whole thing now. That's seriously. And I'm not a Marvel fan. I That's better than anything Marvel and DC have done in the last decade. Like that. That show is fucking good. It's I think it's, yeah, it's good. But it's like. It's enough satire. Like, you can tell they're making fun of real people and real events and shit. But at the same time, it's, like, got a serious plot line to it. And it mixes in really well. And all the actors play their roles really well. And Homelander's just dis- despicable. Like, Yeah, he's a total douche. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is. It's more realistic if you think about it. Like, if these heroes are superhuman, you know, they're going to be human. That's the key word in it. So, like, they're... 
they're not saving people like Captain America just to be altruistic. They're doing it for like money and power and fame. Yeah, I like that show's version of Captain America too. Uh, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy's awesome. He just calls everybody a cunt all the time. Such a douche. Yeah, he's great. (laughs) Soldier Boy and that fuck it. Yeah, no, but no, it's a really good show, man. I got like I got hooked on it, and it's like like why have I not been watching this? That that animated show on Amazon called Invincible is really good too. It kind of is like along the same lines of that. Yeah. But uh, it's like it's, it's animated and, it, you know, it's more of like that the guy who is that version of Homelander is the only douche in the whole story. But that's that's a really good story, too. Yeah. And it's like a hmm. one, they've got like one season out of it, but you have 10 episodes. So it's on Amazon. Watch. Mm hmm. I'll have to check that out too. Yeah, no, but yeah, I just like I got into it and I'm like, fuck, I wonder if anyone I know has seen it. But yeah, it's no, it's like really <laughs> good. And it's like it's more realistic because it's about like the collateral damage and stuff. Like you because you see the Avengers, like they save the town, but they destroy the entire city <laughs> in the process. It's like the and Superman like, movie where the beginning of the Batman movie is like, or you know, it's like the fucking metropolis has been destroyed. They're yeah, like, oh man, did he really save us? Like, yeehaw, you know. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where the, with the the butterfly it's like we did it yeah. patrick we saved, we saved the, the town. city <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at, yeah that, that's what it reminds me of yeah they never talk about like the collateral damage and shit from the superheroes and the, they just expect everyone the taxpayers to pick up the dime when they destroy <laughs> the city oh, but like it, the boys they'll like destroy shit over like a bank robbery <laughs> you know what i mean like there's yeah like millions of dollars thought- and I've always thought in a world with superpowers, like it would just make more sense to be like a super villain because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, who's gonna, who, nobody's really gonna want you to be a superhero. And, you know, right. but if you get like too notor, you know, too much notoriety, they'll, they'll like come after you. So, you know, yeah, like a subtle guy. Like, yeah, dude, that's why I tell anyone any superpower, you answer this next, but any superpower, I would do time travel and I wouldn't do anything exciting with it. I would go back the day before and bet on sporting events that's it that's all i would do and i would, I would do, make a bunch of money i would do telepathy i would do mind reading i just i feel like i have ocd and i feel like i would find things out that i didn't want to know, you know <laughs> I mean? i'd be i'd either do OC, uh, mind reading or invisibility because you could get you could make a lot of money with invisibility dude like yeah but my, think about mind re- yeah that's it mind reading you could be like the greatest poker player in the world exactly you know what i mean yeah and stuff like that, a football coach or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, like a defensive <laughs> coordinator making yeah. the NFL. Like. like they have the perfect play for everything. Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're, the, the, guy, perf- the kid, you're the kid that looks at the playbook in Madden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I know exactly what he's running. He's running B right there. All right. Yeah. Oh, I used to have a friend that would do that. I wanted to fucking strangle him, look at my plays, and like, and then like when they finally switched it to where you had to like press a button instead of just select the individual play, he would like look at my fingers on the controller and shit. And I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. scumbag, dude, no, man. Like, I I'm sure he's a convicted rapist now. I've played so. a lot of Madden online, and they don't show the plays, but like when you play online, people do uh, stuff that's really really annoying, like mm-hmm. run the same play over and over again because the way the code works like it's unstoppable yeah and stuff like <laughs> fake punt pass used to do that in the old ones dude i know like when that the madden like 17 or whatever with which was like mahomes like breakout mm-hmm. season everybody would just play the chiefs and run like the verticals and just bomb a pass down to tyree kill four times yeah. and they would eventually like score dude it was so stupid. yeah 
Well, my brother, because, yeah, there's always one play that's like a glitch, right? And my brother figured out one year it was screen, and that's all he ran. He ran screen like 75 times in a game, and my defense couldn't stop it. One time it was fake punt pass. It was just <laughs> like, I don't know. There's always Dude, one those year. Glitches. One year I was playing, and, like, some guy was playing the Cowboys, and all he did was run the, uh, uh, the like, the toss, like, you know, a toss run to Zeke. Yeah. And like all he would just run for like 15 yards every time. Like he yep. couldn't stop it. I'm like, how? How is this a thing? Like <laughs> we used to play with this. I used to have this friend in, in like middle school that he would do the same. He would do the pitch play. But instead of running forward, he would just keep cutting it back. And I don't know if stamina was off or what, but he would cut it back like 75 yards until your whole defense just over pursued and then burned you for a touchdown. You know what I mean? It was fucking annoying. So, so. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that really don't like the Madden series and like kind of hate that EA has a uh, has a like a oh the monopoly. Yeah, they have a monopoly on the NFL like franchises. It's, so it's gotten better. NCAA is coming back this summer. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm glad for that, man. I feel like it's going to be a disaster. I feel like it's going to be a disappointment. Maybe, yeah, but like I mean, the, I don't know if you can bring your guy, like in the old ones where you can bring your guy through the, the four years in college yeah. and then bring him into the pros. That'll do enough for me, man. Like, yeah, uh, well, NIL is going to you're going to have like actual rosters and shit because of NIL and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Gonna, dude. They say it's going to be the most realistic sporting game yet. So I don't know. Maybe you can do like a my coach mode as Scott Frost where you just get obliterated and piss off your responsibilities. <laughs> and then uh Alabama can go like fuck his seven and five or whatever and then yeah. still make the playoffs. Yeah, his six five and seven Alabamas in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most realistic college football game ever. Yeah, if you're Ohio State every couple years your coach has to resign because there's some new scandal. With like yeah. players cheating or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> this year oh they were God. blood doping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Fuck oh, it. So realistic. That hasn't even happened yet. But you know what? Let's let's put that on the board. It might. That's 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 a new one. I remember that in the old NCAA games used to do like dynasty mode and shit. And uh, you could discipline, like your players would get in trouble and you'd like discipline them. And I had one, like, it was like legit, like, like fights and stuff like that, like arrested and stuff. And I would like suspend guys for like a quarter. <laughs> it was <laughs> players getting in trouble all the time. We were just the bad boys of college football. You know? <laughs> so it was like the real league. life equivalent of that. I don't think it's Miami. Ohio's- Miami, yeah. Probably Miami. Back in the day, maybe not anymore. Ohio State might be. Um, Who was the um, – yeah, I'm trying to think of teams that have, like, le- recently gotten in trouble for that kind of stuff. Um, well, Baylor was bad because Baylor, before Matt Rule, who's now at Nebraska, took over, like, their coach was covering up rape. Like that's that's, that's like when Matt like everyone's talking about how Matt Rule at Nebraska his first year at Baylor he was one and eleven I'm like well yeah because the sanctions stripped them of forty scholarships almost their entire recruiting class decommitted because the previous coach was covering up sexual assault yeah like, that's pretty rough the only literally the only thing he could have done worse was like the Paterno at Penn State thing <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's pretty pretty bad like <laughs> it's just pure evil the Paterno thing yeah but, the Sandusky thing oh for God's sake man yeah you know you know that shit went deeper than they told us it did mm. like you know that 
It had to have. At least people covering it for it, but I know like a lot of people got fired for that. Oh yeah, a lot of people got fired. But like, there, went to jail for it too. There were were rumblings that like they were being pimped out to the board of regents and stuff. It was and dude, the whole thing, they knew it was a big joke. Like with with Sandusky, it was a big joke at the university. Like they had his autobiography was called Touched. Um, his fucking they, he had an ice cream dish. Every all the coaches had like desserts in the cafeteria, and he had an ice cream dish called the Sandusky Special. It was two scoops of ice cream with a banana in the middle, oh like a God, dick and ball. Dude. Like it was like they it was they knew, and they just kind of like rolled with it. It was fucked up, man. Yeah, I know. I had like I have friends from Philly that have like talked to me about that because you know Penn State's kind of like the Pennsylvania school, kind of you know. Yeah. Yeah, they were like talking to tell me about how like crazy like all that was for the whole state and everything. I'm like, man, yeah. imagine like uh, that's the whole thing that happened with Scott Frost in Nebraska. Like, doesn't even compare slightly nothing. To that. No, and like even the whole state was up in roar about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, well, unlike them, we didn't riot and burn shit down when they fired our degenerate coach. Like that. Was, yeah. That was with Penn State when they fired Paterno. They fucking rioted. I'm like, are you kidding me? To defend a, a dude that, that covered up child rape? Like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah, right. Like, that's like one of the worst things you can do. And he covered it up. Like, I, but yeah, no, Frost was, oh God, what a pee. I don't know how much of that you heard, but. Uh, I heard enough of it. I, I knew some of the stuff, the worst stuff that was going on. And I'm like, I, you know, I think Matt Rule is probably a better fit. Matt Rule seems to be a program builder since we've kind yeah. of lost our culture. And, uh, I don't know, like him. A lot of people were talking about him going to not re- being able to do anything to, at the Panthers, but it's like neither did Nick Saban, you know, or Urban yeah, yeah. But also, or, yeah. like he kind of got dealt a really shitty hand there, man. Like as yeah. soon as he took over that program or that that franchise, uh, Tom Brady went right went to Tampa Bay. So went it's to the like, South, it, yep. yeah, they basically locked the South the whole time, and like. Yep. Yeah, well, like, and not just that, but he wasn't the GM, is what people don't realize. And mm-hmm. when you're in the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, you can't win, man. Like you just you can't win games if you don't have a legitimate quarterback. And they didn't. They had and they fucking, had a they had a roster that was built around Cam Newton. Yep. For and like then he left. The then he left like the next year. Yeah. And then they like couldn't get it figured out at quarterback. It's like yeah. and like you basically got dealt a losing hand and it's well, like they, you know. they couldn't get it figured out at quarterback and they had so much money invested in their running back that was constantly hurt mm-hmm. that there was no that they couldn't put any other weapons around anybody they did bring in. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's so much. That's why you see coaches don't that don't do well in in college or in the NFL do fine in college. There's so many factors like salary cap, GMs. You don't have as much control over your who who you. Yeah, just player is. control because yeah. those pros are adults, man. Yeah, and you're dealing with 35 year old guys that are multimillionaires as compared to college kids. So there's a huge yeah. difference in, in the type of people you have to interact with, and it's not for everybody. There's plenty of coaches that fell on their face in the NFL and did great in college. So. Yeah, like uh, like Bill Saban. Bill Callahan. Well, Bill Callahan, <laughs> Billy C. Hey, I bet Nebraska fans would fucking kill to have Billy C. Honestly, okay. Bill Callahan didn't even do that bad as a Nebraska. Twenty-eight coach. and twenty. We were at least making bowl games and stuff. <laughs> Compare it to the Golden Boy Scott Frost and Billy C. Looks like fucking Tom Osborne. Yeah, okay. not only that, but he went up to the pros and like built. He's a very good like offensive line coach in the pros. Probably the best man. ever. Like. That's like that's the thing is fucking uh, Nebraska. He built that Dallas Cowboys line and that Washington 
formerly known Whatever as the Redskins O-line, dude. Yeah, the Washington's O-line is really good, man. Yeah. Oh, everywhere he now he's in Cleveland. The guy's a paid gun, man. Everywhere mm-hmm. he goes, he just builds up offensive lines. So mm-hmm. he's great at what he does. He's just uh didn't didn't work out as a college head coach. And he, honestly, by the standards we're at right now, he would have been a great coach. <laughs> I'd take probably man Callahan <laughs> over Frost any day, man. Like, I would take I'd, honestly at this point, I'd take Bo Pelini over Frost, oh, man. Easy. I take Bopolini, Riley over Frost. Bopolini came and took us to a bowl game his first year, didn't he? I take Riley over Frost, man. Oh God, not Mike Riley, dude. At least Mike Riley, like we were losing seasons, and then also he was like such a fucking lame ass. Like I know, <laughs> like I, know. I was embarrassed about our program then. It like, was it was bad, but I mean, fucking drunk Frost ain't no better. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we wrap this up? It's late. I know you're sick. I'm sick. We should probably yeah, face out. You got anything up. you want to plug? Not today. No. I, uh, yeah, my show that's based Outlaw Streamers, Rumble, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart. Uh, Caleb isn't funny. Twitter and Instagram. Caleb Salvatore Comedy TikTok. Y'all know the drill. You already know how we do the thing. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Like, we got new shit coming for you. We're back. Life's just been hectic. It is what it is. Piss off. I don't really care if y'all are mad at us, so I'm fucking with you. (laughs) Deuces, (laughs) y'all. Peace out, y'all.